Okay, let's do this. <clears throat> welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to another fun and exciting episode of TCAD, T-C-A-D, Theatrical Conjecture and Dissertation, a fancy name for an unfancy show. It is I, Don the Legend Chambers, coming to you from a much colder than I expected Southern California. Along with me is Ms. Jure Stewart. How are you doing, Ms. Stewart? I'm so cold, Don. <laughs> uh, yeah, um... It actually was getting in the 30s uh, yes. these past couple nights, and, and that's a little cold. I didn't sign up for this. That That's that's not what the West Coast uh, weather was supposed to that, – that's not why I'm paying all these taxes for 30-degree nights. Okay. Know. No. But it is what it is. It's not going to last very long, so we'll suck it up, and, and we'll, we'll get through. We'll get through. But all right, uh, this episode – we got to keep it moving because I have a uh, bathroom emergency I need to get to. Uh, Grown-up grown problems. Grown-up. It's not me personally. It's my bathroom is broken, and I got some crap I got to fix, and I'm leaving tomorrow to go to Vegas. I mean, I just got a bunch of stuff I got to take care of before early tomorrow morning. So we're just going to get to it and do what we got to do. So first and most importantly... Well, actually, there is no second. There's really only one thing. Right. We're only talking about one right. thing. Right. It's Black Panther. Right. And for me, hands down, uh, a great Marvel film. I probably put in the top three uh, for sure. Um, my only knock on it is I thought in certain scenes the CGI was kind of weak. Uh, but that's more of a technical thing. I was like, right. Eh. I don't know if I'd say weak. I would say too much. Okay, you know what? That's probably better. There, there was quite a bit of it in parts, and I, I, a little bit of overkill. But right, the thing I'm with this, I'm still at the place where I would like them to do. There were a couple scenes that reminded me of like Neo fighting the agents, or like yes. Blade yes. Three, where he's just like, like it was just a little too much where it would have been nice to see some, I mean, there were a lot of stunts, you know, a lot of stunt people and a lot of stunts performed by the actors. So there's no knock to that. And, you know, I guess obviously if you're fighting and falling like 50 stories down a tunnel of vibranium, actual people doing that is probably not an option, but you know, yeah, you can tell, you know, you can it, tell. It, it was rather obvious, but that's hella nitpicky. No, it's true. And, and but the thing with this movie is, it's not unlike a lot of Marvel films, not all of them, or just movies in general uh, that have action in them. I don't remember this movie for the action scenes. It's all the other scenes in between that. That's really what I remember this movie for. You know, well, I, that one except for that one. There were there were like two action scenes. Well, no, I'm not gonna lie. I I was. Like there was definitely some action things for me that that stuck out as just things I hadn't seen before, like the fight in the uh, in the, the casino in the casino. Oh, that was and a great that was a great sequence. But the car I, I, well, seeing women in a fight sequence like that is you know mm -hmm. new, and then like the car chase scene when um, the way Danny stops the car like that, that was yeah crazy. with the spear that, that was that yeah. was pretty dope and then the yeah. thing that stuck out to me at the end um when they were having like the big 
clan fight in the rhinos came was how like i don't know this is like a small detail but like none like they weren't hurting the rhinos like even when t'challa like put one down he did it like gently and in a way that wouldn't hurt the animal and it was like it's just a such a small thing but such a big thing Mm -hmm. that you know you don't notice unless you notice and i was just like like they didn't hurt any of them and it was it was just really interesting and and all those were great action pieces they they really were but just for me what stands out is is the scenes with with Sterling K Brown oh god yeah uh He's the so good the the scenes where T'Challa's talking to his father the mm-hmm. the scenes with him and his sister mm-hmm. the that that one she's scene. definitely one of the standouts oh yeah in general general the, the one scene where his well he would consider her, her oh God, what was that the girlfriend uh, uh Nikia. Nikia. yes and and she's she's talking with uh oh geez i'm getting all these names confused but uh uh the michonne's character uh, and she's okoye okoye and she and she's telling her like you know uh to come with her Oh, and she's yeah. like, I, she can't because I mean it's her job to defend uh, Wakanda, whoever's on the throne. Right. She has. What she say? She says, "I'm not just some spy who can just uh, like shift allegiance, like... shift allegiance." I thought that was a great scene. I was like, oh. And then when 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 they went to uh, to um, when they were running trying to get assistance uh, from the was it the Jabari clan? Mm-hmm. I mean, just that sequence there. That sequence was great. Yeah. I mean, it was for me. It was just so many sequences that weren't action pieces. That I'm well, watching. this movie had layers and layers and layers of you know information and opinions and feelings and 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 things that you know a lot of Marvel movies don't necessarily some of them some of them do like i'm not going to say that all of them don't um right like i think civil war was was a really good um one of the one probably one of the, the top three marvel movies as far as that kind of thing like getting into the deeper issues of you know politics and responsibility and and things like that and this was definitely a super solid outing into expanding but contracting the superhero story into how it affects individual people on a day-to-day basis um, and, and what personal responsibilities people have to themselves and to each other. Oh yeah. And in a way that's not really explored and also in a way that's not really explored between, you know, black people who are of African descent, who are, you know, in the dis- diaspora and black people in Africa, like what are, their connections and, you know, responsibilities and not responsibilities to one another. I, I enjoyed uh, how how we touched on the the sins of the father. Yeah, yeah. And, like and, you create your own problems, and governments do that over and over again. Especially, you know, I thought it was interesting to use them as the example, but it's like, how many times have have governments gone in? to fix a problem of someone else's and made things. And then, you know, 20 years later, you've created this enemy that was 10 times worse. Exactly. Exactly. Cause he had his, he had his father in such high regard. And I, look, I think his father just told him, he says, 
it's hard for a good man to be king. And mm -hmm. that just absolutely explained, I mean, everything he did and and how it sort of brought his father down from this almost a deity level that he held him up mm -hmm. to just how human he was and the mistakes he no doubt had made. And and like you say, yeah, how, how it can come back and just, you know, bite you in the ass 10, 20 some odd years. I'm, this movie was just so good on just just levels like like you're saying and it was just and again for me it was it wasn't the action scenes that that actually ever stood out it was always the interactions that were just so fascinating to me and made so much sense like when Killmonger walks in and goes hey auntie right oh my gosh <laughs> I was like that made me laugh because I'm like no he's right he, uh, yeah yeah he's related and everybody you know he's definitely one of the more complex villains of like the, I feel like the last two, um, like the Spider-Man homecoming was, was a good example of the villain not being all the way wrong, like yes, having yes. complicated motives, but just doing the wrong thing. And and this was definitely the, the strongest case of a villain not being really, I mean, he was a villain for sure as far as his his actions and his, you know, his means of dealing with his hurt and pain and anger and frustration. But the hurt and pain and anger and frustration is totally justified. Um, I just hate that, you know, looking at some of the, the comments and stuff on on Twitter and the, the reviews and, and the people talking about, you know, Killmonger was right and like it's Killmonger versus T'Challa and it's really not. It's Killmonger's viewpoint of how to fix this problem versus Nakia's viewpoint on how to fix this problem. And T'Challa has to make a decision. Like that's really what it is. But it's like almost as if she's not important enough or like just overlooked. Like it's Killmonger versus T'Challa. Like Killmonger was right. And it's like no it's not at all. It's Killmonger versus Nakia. Yeah, and T'Challa chose. He he decided to choose her. That's, right. That's really what it is. Well, you know, listen. Some people are a little basic, and um, they're not. They 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 go for the low hanging fruit, and for them, they're just taking the two characters. It's just obviously, they're not able to dig a little bit deeper into it. Right. But uh, listen, I am so happy for this movie. I, oh, absolutely. Th yeah. Thoroughly enjoy it. It, it, in a sense, it it did live up to the hype. Um, I mean, it's not the greatest movie I've ever seen and ever made, as you know, some people are just breathlessly saying. But it's a damn good movie. It's 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 actually it's a great movie. Uh, it it's obviously um, I, I give Marvel insane amount of credit because the fact that while they were making it obviously they decided when they picked Coogler the cast they agreed on the script and the story they were like you know what we're gonna let you do you and we're not gonna screw with it I mean because obviously like say when the sequel comes along it's very mm -hmm. easy for them to be like listen do whatever you want here you here's a buttload of money have mm -hmm. at it it's easier afterwards to be like that but the fact that when they picked him and to do this and they picked the cast they 
Kevin well, Feige th- was smart enough to be like, right. hey, absolutely, at, run with it. Make your kind of film. Make make that Black Panther character and the characters w- what you will. Obviously, under their sort of direction, but that's good foresight, man. I, I, I have think to give they've them been credit. loosening. They have been loosening the reins a little bit. Like if you go back and you look at you know Iron Man one and two and Thor the first uh, first ones and and how structured they were in the Marvel structure and the Marvel formula and they all could have they're interchangeable as far as like who could have directed them really like they feel very similar they feel like one long continuous movie then you start getting into you know I guess we're in phase two now and you start having things like Spider-Man Homecoming and the Thor uh, Ragnarok which is uh, Taika Waititi don't don't forget the first Guardians of the Galaxy the first Guardians of the Galaxy and the second Guardians of the Galaxy like they're they're they started to allow like now that they had the format and the blueprint now they're allowing the directors, the creative, because I remember when they offered uh, Black Panther to uh, Ava DuVernay um, years ago, and she wound up turning it down because she felt like she wasn't going to be able to have a voice. And I felt like, you know, they maybe even because of that, they realized that was not the way to get these directors that you really want to sh- hamstring them into essentially making the same movie over and over again and i felt like that was a very smart course correction on their part where it could have just been we could have just gotten perfectly serviceable fine movies but all the same movie with just the different characters in it and now we have these very like ant-man like we have these very different feeling movies that exist in the same universe and it's nice oh yeah it's 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 just brilliant um he's brilliant though like that kid Man, like if you watch, I'll put it on the Facebook page. There's some videos floating around of him dissecting some of the scenes. And like he's got like a little dry erase pen and he's writing on the scenes and just talking about like how much thought and symbolism go into each action. And and, yes, and Mm. like their wardrobe and their fighting styles. And it's just like there's so much thought in every detail of every scene that is just, you know, amazing. Yeah. That dude's bad. He is a bad man. Um, listen, I and he's so young too. He's only like thirty-one. I know. He's just got the gift. Yeah. But uh, listen, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Marvel stays winning. <laughs> it's just. And, and it was really smart of him to use his same cinematographer from Fruitvale Station. You know, like you know, mm-hmm. in addition to being you know milestones for you know black actors and black directors, and you know, and you know. It's also this is the first tentpole film like that with a female the female cinematographer, and that's yeah, yeah, and the cinematography in this was fantastic. Oh, it was a beautiful looking film. It, she it, also did a uh, Mudbound too, and that's beautiful too. Like she's yeah. just really, really like I don't know, man. This has been so far, so far. I feel like 2018 is going to be a good year for movies. Oh, I'm just wait. A number one, obviously, you got Wrinkle in Time coming, but then super pumped for that. But then, uh, Infinity War Part One. Infinity oh, War. Jesus. I think I mean, Ready Player One's going to be amazing. I, I have a good feeling that's about fun. A Quiet it's Place. I think that's going to be a good movie. Whew, I'm going to have to. I'm going to need a movie budget now. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's a lot of matinees to go to, man. Yeah. So listen, it's look. 
we can go on and on in, in hyperbole over over Black Panther, but it's 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 good. I mean, it's it 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 is that's a black movie, and it's a good black movie, and um, it's you know. But it's easily, you know, relatable, and and the characters are so human, and their their problems are, you know, super heightened. But they're not. I mean, like obviously the numbers aren't lying. Like there's there's no problem Oof. with anybody being able to relate to these characters Seriously. and and watch this movie and understand what's going on and and feel what's going on. Like people are seeing this movie like three, four, five times. So I mean, it's 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 making insane numbers. What what was it like, two hundred forty one million over the over, over the, the holiday weekend? I mean, just yeah. insane. So I mean, I I can't I can't be you know happy enough for everybody involved in this. Um, can't wait for the well. Obviously, there'll be a sequel. I'm 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 more fascinated in how because now obviously I I think this movie was also sort of a a passing of the torch type of movie because obviously uh, Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man is not going to be, if not in it or the focal point anymore. So I think now they've they've kind of passed the focal person in the Marvel universe from the Iron Man character to uh, Black Panther. I have no doubt for their for their next phase after Infinity War. So yes, like Iron Man and Cap and Thor start to yeah. You it's, know, it's it's going to be picked leave. up by by Black Panther. I don't know who else. Maybe the well, we've got you know uh, Captain Marvel coming up, and it, it could you know, be uh, you know Ant Man still has Spider Man still hanging around. True, you know, like it's going to be kind of. Um, I, I think Bucky Barnes, his character is going to expand. Um, there was some talk about like in that after credit scene. Yeah. Um. I don't want to give like too many spoilers or anything, but like like his character will probably you know be the White Wolf, be the White Wolf, yeah. um, which in the comics is uh, T'Challa's adopted brother. older brother. Yeah, right. But he, he, I mean, he is white. Like it's not like yeah, they're going against I mean, him. either way. But I'm it's just, just not Bucky Barnes. Yeah, I'm just psyched that going forward he'll be a focal point, and and I'm incredibly excited as to. Who also they decide to you know obviously replace the uh, the Iron Man Captain America Thor uh, main three with their I guess new sort of main three and, and their stories after that should be exciting should be great yeah. I mean so you think the Soul Stone is uh what's making those purple flowers that's that's the rumor and I oh, well the I, rumor is the Soul Stone is in Wakanda but right. we didn't get any glimpse of what it could be or where it could be but well I, I mean people are thinking because in the trailer of Infinity War it looks like a battle in Wakanda so right. they're guessing that's where it, listen I think I, it's in the, I think it's what makes those purple flowers yeah. grow and and you know what if it is great I I I refuse to do a whole ton of speculation I just want to be surprised I'm like shock shock me you know, right, right. throw me a curve whatever it is at this point they can't do any wrong in my eyes they they haven't done any wrong it's just been nothing but great steps I'm insanely psyched to see what happens I need to see some scenes with uh, Shuri laughing at uh, Iron Man's tech 
and I heard I heard I heard a rumor with when it comes to Sherry that in the comic book there's now a, a, a new Iron Man. She's a she's a, a black young girl. That's Riri Williams. That the Riri Williams that mm, that's her name. Maybe maybe Shuri's going to sort of step into that. And it's possible she's the right age, and they could just sort of like melt that melt that in there pretty seamlessly. Exactly, and I, and I said, you know what? That would actually be almost a brilliant move. Now, whether they will, I, who knows if it's actually on Marvel's radar? But I don't put anything past Marvel. Mm-hmm. They they are so smart. They are so thinking so far ahead, and they just kind of get sort of how to make take what's in the comic and just make it work. T- for... I don't see her taking over the mantle of Iron Man. Though. I see so? her making her own. No, because she would be like, look. I feel like she'd look down on that tech as primitive. <laughs> it could be. It could. I'm. 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 I'm really saying it would. That would be a, an incredibly fun way. If if it's even on Marvel's radar to to do a a Riri Williams, how to incorporate that in the universe that they've created now? You know. Without bringing in a whole brand new character, although even if they I did that, that yeah. I wouldn't be mad at that either. That Bring her in with uh, Spider Man, exactly. Yeah. And you know what? That could very well be in the picture. We just don't know. Who knows? I well, we know it. he's hinted at uh, cause exactly because we got the they, uncle. In yeah, that. we got the uncle in the so homecoming. I don't put it past him, and if it's in there, I give them. I have faith in them. They haven't done me wrong as of yet. You it's know. just you know you see Black Panther and you're like, there's like four or five <laughs> independent women who have their own independent storylines that can roll and everybody's cool instead of just the customary five dudes and one chick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Let me tell you, boy, the, 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 those girls were badass. Let me tell you, that shit was badass. That that was a good movie. I'm just not gonna lie, that was a good movie. It 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 um. I, I don't know. I, I can. I, I've, I, I say it after every Marvel movie. I truly hope Warner Brothers and DC are taking notes. They are but, not. They obviously aren't. <laughs> <laughs> they seriously aren't. It's like they, they keep doubling down, man. They're, they're like, we are going to do it this way, and this way is going to work one of these times. <laughs> At some point, it will eventually because, work. Well, they don't want to let it go because it worked so well for the Dark Knight trilogy. But the Dark Knight trilogy was what it was. It was a standalone yes. Batman situation directed yes. by Christopher Nolan. That yes. dark and gritty is not going to carry the Justice League like that. It's just not. And then to be like, they pissed us off because they made that Justice League movie talk about how Spider-Man, or not Spider-Man, Superman was a symbol of hope and, and, you know, he was a symbol of peace for everybody and, like, they were putting in all of these, like, they were totally trying to gaslight us. Like, yeah, Christopher Reeve, Spider-Man was all of that. Everybody loved him. But Harry Cavill, the, spy- the Superman that you gave us was not the Superman that you're pretending existed in mm-hmm. the Justice League. Those people hated him. They put him yeah. on trial. Like, they wanted him to die, and they wanted him to leave, and they defaced his statue when he died. And now you're trying to act like he was some great symbol of hope and and joy and peace for the world, and now that he's gone, everybody's hopeless. And I'm like, they hated that motherfucker. Like, they hated him. And so, like, what kind of crazy gaslighting are y'all doing to try to act like he wasn't the, the shit character that you gave us for, like, 
two movies, three movies. And it's a shame. I like Henry Cavill. I think he. I do too. I think I he's, think a, he's great a great actor. Superman. And he's a great Superman, and it's not his fault. Mm-mm. But listen, I'm I'm not going to give uh, DC any more shine because they can't get their shit together. So whatever. I mean, they just can't. Marvel stays winning, as I said before. Uh, the only, um, just moving on for one half a second, uh, because I do have a bathroom emergency to get to. Okay. Uh, I did tweet, in case anybody hasn't realized, I have just been like binge-watching The Office. <laughs> and I, I had to start again, because I, I said, man, I haven't seen like the especially the early seasons to remind me how good it was and holy cow like those just those first four seasons I mean there's just if if nothing else if you just watched the first four seasons and stopped that's really all you need it is so incredible so incredible and then I went because I I never did see the final episode you know Mm -hmm. I, I kind of stopped with The Office when it was on TV after a little while once Steve you know, Carell left. Yeah, I sort of, I sort of fell off on that one. Too. But then, I went to the last season. I watched the last episode, and it kind of blew me away because it's it's really good. And at the end, honest to God, it almost felt like watching uh, good friends leave. Like you had a you, you you've just watched you just had a reunion with some cool friends, and now everybody has to to go back wherever their their home is and it really felt sad i was like oh my god i don't know yeah. if it's that's the hallmark of a good show exactly i said i don't know if i'm just getting old and everything is now very emotional to me but <laughs> i just felt really sad and and i thought the same thing i'm like that's when you know this is a good movie and then you, i mean not very many are like that at least i don't think and mm-hmm. i i will have to give Everybody in the office credit. I mean, uh, sorry, not a good movie, good TV show. They made a great TV show with definitely characters that you just can't help but get invested in. So, if 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 you out there haven't seen The Office in a while, highly recommend watch the first four seasons, and then you can you can go from there. You can watch all all the rest if you want. And I've always believed before, and I still believe now. When they had 23 episodes a season, way too goddamn many. Just ridiculous. But if you skip to season nine, the last episode, bring the tissue with you. Bring the tissue with you because you probably need it. Or maybe it was just me. I don't know. I think you're going to need it. I've been uh, binge watching Living Single. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a great show, too. It's so good. <laughs> like, it really, really, it's so funny. I mean, it's definitely dated, like, when Kyle Fritz gets his cell phone and he doesn't know how to use it. And, like, he has Overton trying to program the numbers and accidentally cross-calling different women. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And then when they get a computer and email for the first time, is so funny. But it's just just such a good show man underrated underrated show big time so see look we are full of suggestions for the for our tens of fans they should definitely check it out and i'm going to post this thing on the on the uh facebook page of uh the yes. ryan yes. theme breakdown it's yes. just really really definitely good stuff, do definitely do but um so l- listen next big thing coming up wrinkling time 
Mm-hmm. I'm here for that. We're definitely going to talk about that. Um, yeah, uh, I'm going to get back, try to be a handyman and, and fix this damn thing. All right, go get your adults on. Yeah, this adulting thing, highly overrated. Uh, let me tell everybody, highly overrated. <laughs> but listen, uh, everybody, you know where to find us. We're online, we're on Facebook. You can find our podcast on iTunes or on Stitcher or on TuneIn. Obviously, we have the Gmail account to get podcast at gmail.com. We've got the phone number 504 345 9344. Boom. We're on Twitter. Obviously, TCAT Podcast. Hit us up there. Check us up out. Definitely, uh, again, like Facebook. Um, sorry for the short episode, but again, uh, got things to do. Got things to do. So. From myself, Ms. Stewart, right on. To our tens of listeners, remember, Wakanda forever. <laughs> Wakanda forever. Forever. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>